Hi guys, welcome to session number nine of Year of the Day. Number nine. That means we are doing this for quite a bit of time, but it's important to stay in touch and to keep you up to date on what's going on. As much as we keep up to date our supervisory board, and that's why I'm a bit more formally dressed today as we're going to have presidential committee, the audit committee, and then later tomorrow we're going to have the supervisory board meeting. And we're going to share with them that things are progressing at Metro. Um, we will share with them, of course, the financial data, which I can only share with you on Thursday when Christian is going to be guest at the view of the day session number 10 by that time already. But let me share already that your engagement, your strong continued effort is having a positive impact. And no matter how negative the horror development was in the month of April, we couldn't mitigate the negative impact quite significantly through some very strong SEO initiatives and a lot of creativity throughout the portfolio on how to create complementary business. Now that's going to be required for quite a while from here still. But there are positive signs as well. The hospitality industry is reopening. It's reopening in Austria. It's going to reopen in a couple of provinces here in Germany. We're seeing restrictions being released slowly but uh, effectively in the south of Europe as well as in Central Eastern Europe. So good reason to believe that the horror volumes as of now will start to grow. Nevertheless, it's fair to say that we keep to have all the attention on the difficult circumstances that are still existing and they will not disappear from one day to the other. Now, one country that has been in the news quite a bit over the recent weeks is Turkey. And uh, certainly the situation in Turkey is challenging and who better than uh, Kubilay Öcekan can tell us on how things are going there. He's the operating partner for Turkey, Croatia, Serbia and Japan. So therefore, my first question to you, Kubi, is uh, please share with us how are things right now in Turkey? Yeah, I mean, um, thank you, Olaf, and greetings for everybody all around the world. And uh, you know that we had the first case in Turkey, the Corona case announced on the 11th of uh, March. And then uh, with the 16th of March, we had all confinement measures were in place, implemented by the government. And so far in Turkey, we have around uh, 128,000 cases. And but there are some good news. I mean, regrettably, of course, every day there are some losses and but we see that in the last five, six days, those losses are becoming low hundreds, even to 60s, 70s. And since one week, we see that the number of the cases in terms of recovery is doubling the, the, the positive cases in Corona. And uh, as Metro, we are part of the uh, measures after the COVID uh, confinement uh, together with the governments and officials, etc. And we expect that uh, smoothening and lightening of the measures uh, after the Ramadan, which will be on the 24th, 26th of uh, May. And gradually in three steps, Turkey is planning to go back to the normal. And with the, we have a group together with the Ministry of Tourism and Culture 
and Turkey also in parallel is planning a big campaign and accompanied by new COVID standards for the tourism. And uh, the hope is then uh, tourism at least could start in the beginning of July. Wow, that's quite encouraging, Kubi, because uh, the, I think the news flow has created a, a much more negative impression right now. Um, and, and still it's very clear that the situation in Turkey is quite demanding, but also knowing the Turkish team quite a bit and the creativity and the passion people have for the business. Um, share with us, how, how did the Metro team in Turkey respond yeah. to this new challenge? Well, I think, uh, I don't know, should I be proud to say this one or not, but uh, this uh, Turkey and the Metro Turkish or Turkey organization, I think it's molded with the crisis since 2015. We have faced many different type of crisis from the terrorist attacks to the economic crisis, financial crisis, coup d'etat attempts and uh, some international geopolitical problems and with the reflections to the tourism, etc, etc. But somehow I think I'm very proud to say we have a very resilient organization in Turkey and in all levels in all levels and uh, with huge flexibility and humility and um, and then uh, I think in the beginning of the crisis as I said the first case announced on the 11th and the confinement measures I mean introduced with the curfew etc etc on the 16th uh, I think our organization in Metro I mean uh, that took some uh, decisions and gave them the advantage of the initiative. And then this made uh, the concept leader or the initiative leader Metro Turkey during the first day of the crisis and which allowed us to take the initiative in the market and to set the standards uh, for the market. For instance, I mean, our team in Turkey just before the crisis was securing approximately 500,000 masks and then there was a big uh, emotions around the masks because the mask prices were quadrupled and then there were some people who were trying to benefit from the scarcity of the masks etc and thanks to our offer team was securing this 500,000 masks and then after that another 500,000 for our people. Uh, and also in coordination with the government offices, which shows their trust to us. And, uh, and then they decided, our organization decided to sell those masks without any profit. And we announced this, and this created a, let's say, big echo in the market. And in the first day of the crisis, there was a, a big demand uh, for the fresh food and for the food products, which we observed everywhere. And people were afraid of the short of the supply chain, so forth and so on. And then Metro was the one, even during this time, securing the product availability in a full scale of the products and announcing this one through the media, etc. There's no shortage of food in Turkey. And even um, that we were fixing the prices in Turkey and we say that we are not going to increase our prices at all for the next one month. 
which I think set the standards in the industry and in the market, which gave the initiative advantage to Metro for the next stages. I think this put us one step ahead of the competition. And I think secondly, which was the advantage of the pre previous crisis, because we had uh, we were testing those methods and those processes, then uh, Turkey, Metro Turkey was able to shift the resources in Horeca. You know that, I mean, we have more than 40% Horeca share in Turkey, still substantial uh, SEO share around 30%. And but we were inside Horeca, we were able to shift our resources to the governmental offices for the municipalities, for the governor offices, for the Red Cross, Red Cross on in Turkey, and for canteens, for the factory canteens and for caterers uh, in a flexible way, which limit the losses in Horeca because with the confinement measures, all shopping malls, all restaurants, hotels, etc., they are closed. And also, I think in two, three weeks period, they were, I mean, our organization in Turkey were able to begin for the, that, I mean, online for the SEO, uh, which is organized in two weeks period, and then calling in two weeks period, 20,000 trader customers, organizing them. And today we have delivery for the traders, which is allowing us to optimize the Horeca trucks to have the to to have the track util, track utilization rates higher, and all those things are happening in the 15-20 days period. We're happening in the 15-20 days period, and with the first of April, uh, we were beginning to look at the recovery program, how uh, how the aftermath Corona will look like, and then I think. As a result of all of those things, then I mean, the the Turkey Metro Turkey was able to stabilize it their top line and bottom line, but of course, behind all those initiatives, there is great heroic efforts, and there 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 are our heroes, which they have seen the working in our stores, working in our delivery not as a business, but more as a social responsibility, uh, as a as a fulfillment of our purpose. Wow. Well, that's quite a lot. Uh, thank you for sharing um, those many things that have happened there. And um, I think it's uh, fair to express um, a lot of acknowledgement, respect and, and gratitude actually to the Metro Turkey team and uh, to Boris and the leadership, but everyone, all the associates uh, at Metro Turkey. Well done. Um, and on the other hand, we all know this is going to continue and we need all the creativity and the engagement for the coming weeks. Same thing, certainly also in, in, in Serbia and in Croatia. How are things developing there? Um, please briefly share with us what was going on there. I think in terms of organization in Serbia and Croatia, we have relatively smaller organizations. But on the other side, I see the same dedication I see the same engagement and incredible spirit. And I just would like to start with a, with an anecdote which is reflecting the spirit from Croatia. You know, I mean, after we were announcing the force case in Croatia on the 22nd of March, we had an earthquake in Zagreb 
which was the magnitude of 5.3. And then uh, this was really shocking the people. And uh, I mean, since I'm coming from Turkey and uh, let's say my wife has the app that wherever earthquake happens around the world, we get to know it in Paraguay or in California with the alarm in the middle of the night. And then I was aware of the earthquake in uh, Croatia. And when we were discussing with the team, I think it was early in the morning, it was 6.30, 6.40, the earthquake. And then we were just discussing with the management team with uh, Thierry, Tomo, Anita, eight o'clock in the morning. I think it was either Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And, uh, but they were so fired up and all team was ready. They were checking the stores and even they were joking that, I mean, yeah, the COVID, snow, earthquake, they say that we are ready for the Godzilla or the, for the aliens. I mean, it was a incredible moment, which I will never forget. And the same spirit in uh, Serbia. I mean, uh, the Serbian government was quite agile in taking the curfew decisions and the confinement measures. And they were announcing even in the morning, then for the evening, the curfew. And uh, our organization was so quick and flexible in adapting themselves for all those kind of things. And there were many heroic efforts that I mean, then when there was a rush of SEO customers, complimentary customers to our stores, that I mean, our sales force voluntarily decided to work on the replenishment of the shelves. When the curfews were coming in a very short notice, the stores are organizing themselves how to bring their colleagues to their homes without shuttle services, public transportation, etc., just for the sake of serving people, serving the society, keeping our stores open, and many other things. I mean. I think very noble things, the Serbian management, let's say just to show the solidarity with their people, I mean, from their salaries, uh, from their own pocket, uh, substantial amounts, substantial sacrifices they were doing to support the people. And uh, I mean, many stories like this, beside all the business stories that like, I mean, in both in Croatia and Serbia, we begin to work with the e-commerce companies in a very short notice. In one week, 10 days, we were able to become the source for the non-grocery e-commerce company in Croatia. And we had even a daily average 300 deliveries. And the same thing also like Cargo, Donesi, etc. Now we are looking for corporations for SEO deliveries, for the complementary deliveries, but as well as the professional SEO deliveries. And uh, we organize ourselves very quick. And th those are all heroic efforts from Croatia and Serbia, Serbia and which uh, I will remember. Well, I mean, um, I, I was aware about uh, the creativity and the competitiveness of uh, the Croatian and uh, Serbian teams. Uh, this illustrates once again that they they rise to their best when they are challenged. Um, so quite 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 amazing. Yeah. So um, 
you're also responsible for Japan, and certainly Japan has been exposed to a, a real shock, um, both in, in the health system, but also for the economy. And then the Olympics have been cancelled. In, in such demanding circumstances, how is the Japanese team picking this up? Well, I mean, in Japan, let's say the things were smooth in the beginning, but then we had the emergency. I mean, the number of the cases were increasing. And then uh, we should understand one thing with Japan, which is very interesting for me as a Turkish person, that I mean, in Turkey, government says, I mean, we advise you don't open, or in Serbia, we see the same cases, or relatively in Croatia as well, in Mediterranean countries probably is the same. The government says that, yeah, we advise not to do this, and we take this one more like an indication, and then nothing changes. But in Japan, when government is advising something, then people really obey. I mean, in uh, four weeks ago, the, the mayor were advising uh, to the restaurants and to the people not to go out and also not to open their shops. And then with the very uh, short term and Karan, Taiko and the team, they were organizing a short uh, interviews with the customer out of 240 customers, 230 was respecting the advice. And uh, I mean, uh, that was very interesting for me to see, but also Japan. And sometimes I have the feeling that, I mean, those people, I mean, this organization born with the black belt, six sigma black belt probably, then I mean, they were the first ones, let's say, organizing the opening hours immediately, dividing the shifts into two, which they will never see each other. Then if there is a contamination or case, positive case in one of them, the store could still operate itself. They were dividing this blue teams, yellow teams, uh, uh, let's say they were managing this one. And then really there are heroic efforts. Then sometimes I really appreciate a lot. Then you ask those people, our guys, but I mean, this is probably even not for Japan. You, you ask them to bring down the moon, either they will do it, or they will be ready, let's say, to drone while they are doing it. They are so dedicated. I mean, I appreciate and I have my gratitude. So also from there, um, from Japan, uh, you can report quite, quite a strong engagement and um, a readiness to go new path and uh, to explore new ways on how to run the business. Um, so exactly. also, I mean, we begin for SEO delivery in Japan. I mean, we, was, we should say that, I mean, we have 85% uh, Horeca share in this country. Uh, the SEO was a very small part of our business, but in a very short term, we organized family and friends events, even in comparison to our uh, license limitations, we were able to mobilize the, the team and the efforts to capture whatever possible in the market. Wow. Well, let's um, let's uh, shift a bit from the business side um, to more your, your, yourself. What, what is the biggest learning oh. for you out of this uh, Corona crisis? Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, I have my personal learnings. Uh, I would say uh, 
um, I like a lot to be on the floor, to be in the store, to be together with the people, etc. But now during this crisis, I realize more and more how we could be much more effective or we could be more effective and efficient, let's say, while we are steering our business virtually. And then probably this will result in the cases that, I mean, my country visits, uh, my floor trips will look different from now on in the future, let's say in terms of uh, proportions of meetings, what could be done personally or what can be done virtually. I think uh, the proportions will be different. I realize many things still can be done via uh, teams and I think we should thank to you, thank to the company and to team also, let's say uh, with the uh, team's introduction, I think uh, let's say it changed our life a lot and facilitate our life a lot. The second thing I think which more like a conviction or the which I had it before, I see that the information and transparency is one of the important things when when we have in crisis. But many years we were talking about open offices to make people closer to each other. We were discussing the impact of the space on people, etc. But with this crisis, I have many examples from Croatia, from Serbia, from Turkey. I mean, people find their way how to build their teams and then how to keep the connection. And I see, for instance, in Turkey, the parties, 300 people is joining from the company. And then I see communication meetings with 130 people, 150 people weekly, what is going on related with the crisis? And I think this gives the people the confidence and the psychological safety that we know where we are going and we are transparent in all our communication. And it has a big impact in all those heroic efforts, how they are coming into the reality. This gives confidence to the people. And probably uh, last one, what I see in our teams, I mean, in our management teams in Thierry, Andre, Taiko, Boris, I have to appreciate from the first moment, I think they dealt with the paradoxes very well. I mean, we they didn't give the, the confusing messages. We say that, yeah, that I mean, neither the values nor the performance we would like to compromise. And we put the paradox from the first day on the table and this helped a lot. So a lot of uh, takeaways that we can uh, protect also for the future and that we should um, make sure that we will benefit from that. Uh, last question to you is um, actually, I, I think somehow you answered part of that already, but um, last question would be, what are you missing the most right now, Kubi, yeah. in this period of uh, COVID-19 crisis? Um, I mean, I think I'm not coming from a culture that I'm in the social distance is too long. Uh, I mean, probably, yeah, the social distance for us is 20, 30 centimeter. <laughs> and so I think what I'm missing nowadays a lot to be in Zagreb, to be in Belgrade, to be in Tokyo, to be in Istanbul and wherever our stores are, 
and then to shake hand of our heroes, our frontline heroes, and to thank them, what they are doing, what they did, and to show my gratitude. I think that I miss a lot. And of course, consequently, I miss a lot being on the floor, being together with the people, being with our customers, and uh, and then being in the countries. Of course, I miss a lot. Yeah, well, I can I can certainly 100% uh, subscribe to what you say, and I think it's also very clear that um, we we miss that, and then it will come back. And I, I think on the other hand, for me, it looks like we have created more togetherness um, through the crisis, even if we stayed remote. And that is a good reminder for all of you um, to continue to submit your photo for the Metro Photo Wall because it will be a strong illustration of togetherness. And um, furthermore, I wish you all the best and, and health. Uh, continue to do what you do so well over the last couple of weeks. It's much needed and um, our customers appreciate that, our partners appreciate that, and all our colleagues appreciate that. So, Kubi, thank you for sharing your insights. And um, yeah, that was session number nine of you of the day. Thank you very much.